0: The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie.
1: Travis County fentanyl overdose deaths doubled in one year. The new numbers highlighting the problem in Travis County and the new plan to save lives. And the new bipartisan bill to keep children off of social media. But first, we start with the threat of severe weather for the Austin area once again tonight. Parts of Central Texas are under a tornado watch this evening. And Chief
2: Meteorologist David Yeelman is, of course, tracking this in the Weather Center. What are we looking at now?
3: Possibility of tornadoes, really large hail and damaging winds, not only in that watch area, but everywhere across the area. Let me take you over here, show you the tornado watch. It's not in effect for Travis County at this time, but it does include Williamson County, Milam, much of the hill country. Again, just to remind you, this does not mean a tornado is out there yet, but it means the ingredients are in place for the potential of them later. Have a plan, stay informed and of course be prepared to shelter if a tornado warning is issued. Tell you what, the atmosphere is prime for a tornadic storm. We've got a lot of heat, middle, upper 80s, a lot of humidity. The heat index feels like 91 right now in the shade in Austin. And look at this, just in the past 10 minutes in Liberty Hill, you see this dark cloud that's now taller than the screen. This is one of the first downpours, probably soon to be a thunderstorm in the metro area. This is south of Liberty Hill on our Whittlesey landscape supply weather cam, Everybody's pretty quiet so far, including in Austin, but this is the little shower, not yet a storm that we just looked at. There's Liberty Hill. It's heading your way. We'll keep an eye on it. Nothing threatening quite yet, but this is what was coming our way later. A couple tornado warnings west of Waco, a cold front with a severe thunderstorm on it approaching San Saba County. Lots to cover through the next few hours and another threat of severe weather on Friday. We'll have your high resolution forecast and a look toward rain affecting the weekend coming up. First though, scan this QR code on your screen now to help stay on top of the developing weather tonight. It'll take you to a free download of our KXAN weather app, which alerts you if dangerous weather is coming your way.
1: David, thank you so much. Now our top story tonight. Fentanyl is killing more people than ever before in Travis County. A new report out just today shows fentanyl involved. Accidental overdoses more than doubled between 2021 and 2022.
2: And this morning, county leaders laid out how they plan on tackling that public health crisis. KXA and Sarah Alshay shares what those initiatives are and how families impacted by fentanyl feel about It
4: can and has destroyed families.
5: Reed and Jerry Norman say their son Aaron passed away back in 2021 after taking a fentanyl-laced pill, a loss that's never gotten easier to handle. It's shattering, it really is. Here we are, it's over it's been over two years ago, it still hurts just as much now as it did on day one. And it's now a community wide problem that's gotten significantly worse.
0: Numbers don't lie, and these statistics deliver a sobering truth about what's happening in our community.
5: An increase of one hundred and eight percent. That's how big of a jump the Travis County Medical Examiner's Office saw in fentanyl related accidental overdoses in one year. At a news conference Wednesday morning, Travis County judge Andy Brown said he plans on asking the commissioner's court for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the twenty twenty. Budget to support an overdose fund.
0: The funding would go to building a more robust response for emergency community needs, expanding critical infrastructure for organizations engaging in outreach and recovery. And having a county fund to tap into during emergencies.
5: Along with those improvements, the Norman family says they'd also like to see more education and awareness to help prevent younger people from taking drugs. In the hopes that other families won't have to lose their loved ones.
4: Get the word out that it is a real thing and it's not a friend to anybody. It can happen to anybody.
2: Sarah Alsha, KXAN News. And today, the Travis County Sheriff also said her office is working with mental health professionals to address schools on the growing number of youth overdoses. She says they'll launch an awareness page on their website that includes testimonial videos from parents who have lost their children to fentanyl. Going in depth right now, drug toxicity leads as the number one cause of accidental deaths in Travis County. In 2022, it killed twice as many people as the second leading cause of death, car crashes. And taking a closer look at the numbers, in 2021, nearly 300 people in Travis County died of accidental overdoses, around 100 of those involving fentanyl. Last year, those numbers jumped to over 400 overdoses, with close to 250 of those involving fentanyl. And the age group most affected
1: 31 to 40-year-olds who accounted for about 100 of those deaths. A media giant and a state governor may soon face each other in court. Today, the Walt Disney Company has filed a federal lawsuit against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other state officials alleging a targeted campaign of government retaliation. DeSantis and the entertainment giant began fighting last year when Disney criticized the Florida government for its quote, parental rights and education bill, some call it the don't say gay bill, which became law in early 2022. Afterwards, the governor threatened to to revoke disney world's special self-governing privileges in the orlando area disney alleges that retaliation campaign quote threatens disney's business operations jeopardizes its economic future in the region and violates its constitutional rights a
2: bipartisan group of senators wants to take a stand against the harmful impacts of social media as basil john reports they say this will give parents more
6: control A group of senators from both parties say their new bill protects kids from the harms of social media. Our bill is a common-sense, bipartisan approach to help to stop this suffering.
0: Enough is enough. The data
5: speaks for itself.
6: The legislation would ban social media accounts for anyone under the age of 13 on social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. The social media companies have had plenty of opportunity to do the right thing. They have failed to deliver. Connecticut Democratic Senator Chris Murphy says the bill also requires parental permission for users under the age of 18. This bill gives parents the ability to decide with their children when is the right time to step into this world. To enforce these requirements, the bill would create a new government-run age verification system. This is simply applying
0: the age-old wisdom of mankind from the
3: real world to the digital world.
6: Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton says this approach is necessary to keep kids safe in a digital world.
3: They're too young to see a rated R movie. They're too young to be exposed to much of the content that is on social media.
6: Some tech groups like NetChoice oppose the bill, saying Congress needs to find solutions that don't infringe constitutionally protected rights or violate privacy. Reporting in Washington, I'm Basil John.
1: Here in Texas, the House gave the initial okay to a bill aiming to crack down on the content social media companies show to minors. Yesterday, they unanimously approved the SCOPE Act, which would prevent Texans under the age of 18 from having a social media account unless they receive parental permission. Texas bill is similar to bills just recently signed into law in Arkansas and Utah. Towns and cities up and down the Mississippi River are facing the possibility of flooding how people here are preparing and why it's happening, even though no rain is falling.
2: And a bill in the Texas legislature is hoping to give Texans and smaller communities better access to broadband internet. How much of Texas is lacking internet coming
6: up?
1: Millions of people along the Mississippi River and in parts of California are bracing right now for what forecasters warn could be record flooding. Some communities are already underwater, and forecasters warn the most severe conditions could still be a week away. Jay Gray shows us how people are dealing with the rising water.
4: As the water rises, so do fears for millions along the Mississippi River.
1: You look
5: out and this is sort of the worst part. Uh, There's nothing we can do.
4: Disaster and emergency declarations already in place in communities from Minnesota through Illinois. Roads and parks closed. Crews racing to get sandbags in place.
0: If the town has to shut down, it's going to be because we could not hold the water back. So then it might be a while. It's take a long time to pump all this water back out.
4: Melting snowpack in some areas six to 18 inches already pushing the river over its banks and into neighborhoods across the potential flood zone. Forecasters warning, parts of Illinois and Iowa could see the worst flooding in two decades with river levels expected to continue climbing through early next week. Melting snow in the mountains of California causing the same problems out west. Floodwaters forcing park officials to close down most of the Yosemite Valley until at least the middle of next week. Jay Gray, NBC News.
2: The city of Austin is trying to attract would be workers with a bit of cash. Today, the Parks and Recreation Department announced a new bonus program. So the department needs cashiers, ground assistants and maintenance workers for this spring and summer. It has about 50 positions to fill. Now to sweeten the pot, people can get up to $800 in bonuses. The department is also offering similar bonuses to lifeguards this summer. The jobs themselves pay $20 an hour. Texas lawmakers are hoping to make it easier for residents to get connected to the internet, what their new bill hopes to do and what it could cost.
3: And another look at radar here as meteorologist Nick Bannon and I watch things closely in the Weather Center. Nothing threatening in our area quite yet, but our neighbors to the north have a confirmed tornado near Valley Mills heading toward the Waco area. Your forecast for our area this evening coming up.
0: This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to shelfgenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves. Everything in reach.
1: Lawmakers at the Capitol today voted to put billions toward connecting Texans to high-speed internet. And right now, millions of
2: Texans do not have access to broadband and that leaves them cut off from options
1: for work, learning, as well as healthcare. Our Ryan Chandler traveled outside the city today to show what the vote could mean for our rural neighbors.
0: Rural counties have been, let's say, neglected. The 22,000 Texans of Llano County aren't far from the big cities, but many feel a world away.
4: People need the internet as a utility almost today to be able to operate.
0: Commissioner Peter Jones noticed that disconnect when he watched young students huddling around hot spots in parking lots. A common reality of remote learning outside city limits.
4: Okay so this is a map of Lano County. Well some of these have some but none of these, but these don't and so getting to serve the rural areas is very
0: difficult, very costly. Just an hour away from the high-tech capital of Texas, almost one in 10 people are disconnected. But out in far west Texas, virtually nobody can find that connection to work, health care, and education. The most recent U.S. Census Bureau data indicates 2.8 million households across Texas lack broadband access. That's almost 7 million Texans. That's why today the state house voted overwhelmingly to find a statewide solution.
3: Today, I stand before you seeking to redouble our commitment to closing the digital divide in Texas.
0: House Bill 9 would invest $5 billion into the broadband infrastructure fund, including next generation 911 services, replacing telephone poles and strengthening connectivity in public schools.
3: This bill will have a measurable impact on each one of your districts, no matter whether they be urban, suburban or rural. Orlando especially.
0: That impact is not a luxury, but a lifeline. It's really necessary. Today, in today's world, it's almost a utility. Ryan Chandler, KXAN News. In House Bill
2: 91 preliminary approval this afternoon, the final vote is scheduled for Thursday. After that it heads to the Senate for consideration. Going in depth right now, Texas lawmakers have a record amount of money available for the next two-year budget. so that includes a record surplus of nearly 33 billion dollars from the last budget, but the House and Senate have not reached an agreement on how to spend that money. Now it's up to a group of 10 lawmakers, five Senators and five House members to reach a final budget agreement.
3: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, 517 and things are still relatively quiet with no storms or severe weather threatening our area yet. But some dark clouds beyond this pole here in Liberty Hill. Sorry about that in our view. 83 degrees with plenty of heat and humidity in place to bubble up some strong storms in a bit. There we are in Austin. Nothing going on from these clouds, but up the road toward Liberty Hill and Leander. That's the big dark cloud we looked at. It's been trying to pulse up and pulsing back down. This storm has thus far failed to really materialize into much. But remember, these isolated storms are not our main concern. It's this cold front, which is about to enter the viewing area, now causing a severe thunderstorm warning just for a sliver of northwestern San Saba County. This doesn't even include Richland Springs at this time, but some ping pong ball size hail coming toward northwestern San Saba County. You've still got time to move your vehicle undercover. Take care of your livestock and animals as well. This is all part of a big severe weather outbreak which the worst of it is centering to our north but certainly some action expected here tonight as well. You can see what's causing it this huge pinwheeling low pressure. This is a totally different setup than the little risk we had yesterday. A much more conducive environment for severe weather locally tonight. We get a little break in between storms, then storm three of three this week coming our way on Friday, checking in on that, it's still across the Canadian border. The severe storm threat is not only in the tornado watch north of Austin, it's pretty much everywhere tonight. A two out of five, including Austin, three out of five threat in our northernmost tier of counties closer up to the Waco area. Tonight we are most worried about egg size hail or larger damaging winds and even a couple of isolated tornado. That tornado threat is a little higher than we typically see. The second storm system coming in on late friday this one also producing a two out of five threat of some damaging storms so let me show you tonight and then we'll get to friday in a moment over the next couple of hours these isolated downpours are going to be trying to develop into big supercell severe thunderstorms they may fail in doing so but we could see a couple develop as you see here by 7 pm and they could produce a tornado and really large hail even near the austin area While we're on the lookout for that, we're also watching the main event, the cold front, entering the northern hill country by 8 or 9 p.m. It'll be a slow mover, but as it arrives in the Austin area by 10 or 11 o'clock, you will know it. A tornado threat and large hail possible, along with wind damage along this big line of storms coming in later tonight. Here's the forecast radar at 1 a.m. with storms ongoing for many. The severe weather threat starts to shut down even east of I-35 after 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. On our longer range model, you can see how the rain clears out of the area by the time you wake up tomorrow and a gorgeous day expected behind this cool front tomorrow afternoon sun and cooler north winds. Let's check out this new model run together of our Friday severe storm threat. Still expecting calm, sunny conditions for much of the day, but Here it comes big complex of severe storms again possible about the same timeline. Here we are 7 p.m. Friday. More of us impacted the later in the evening we get on Friday. Rain should be clearing out of the area as the severe storm threat winds down. On Saturday for your plans two more rounds of rain you betcha we're gonna get some heavy totals in some areas one or two inches for many maybe some higher totals of three to four inches difficult to tell you exactly where those set up our computer models are suggesting it right near Lake Travis wouldn't that be nice Tonight's forecast, an 80% likelihood of storms, low temperatures cooler with north winds blowing in, 60 in the morning, up to 79 tomorrow. Tomorrow the humidity drops, the sun comes back out, it feels wonderful, at least for a day. Then the heat and humidity return, almost 90 on Friday ahead of that next threat of severe weather. On Saturday, I think most of that's gone. Certainly no severe storm threat, just cooler, breezy, and mostly cloudy skies with a couple light showers left over. Sunday into Monday as we wrap up April and kick off the month of May. Wonderful sunshine returns with cool mornings and warm days. Another slight chance of rain builds in by the middle of next week.
1: Pieces of rock and roll history will soon be given to the highest bidder, how much Freddie Mercury's possessions are expected to net at auction. A legendary rock band is set to perform later this year right here in Central Texas. The Circuit of the Americas will host Queen plus Adam Lambert during Formula One U.S. Grand Prix weekend at the Circuit of the Americas. You're looking at a live picture right now of CODA, Fluffy Clouds in the Sky. Now this is all happening the weekend of October 20th. Also performing is rock band The Killers, most well known for their hit. Mr. Brightside. Tickets are on sale now for those shows. The price starting at 90 bucks.
2: Okay, and speaking of Queen, if you've ever wanted to own a piece of rock and roll history and also happen to have a quarter of a million dollars to spend, you <laughs> are in luck. This September, Sotheby's Auction House will be auctioning some of the possessions of the late Queen frontman, Freddie Mercury. Now, one of the items being auctioned are the nine pages of the lyrics for Queen's We Are the Champions, expected to fetch somewhere between 200 Hundred and fifty to $375,000. So if you're looking for something a little more personal and maybe a bit cheaper, the legendary singer's mustache comb is expected to <laughs> fetch around $600. Now the items will be exhibited in New York and LA before the auction mm-hmm. and a portion of the proceeds will go
1: to charity. Now I have the song in my head. <laughs> Do you have a quarter million dollars?
2: I don't, so this is out of my league. (laughs) Well, tonight on KXAN, a celebration of a legendary star, Carol Burnett. 90 years of laughter and love at 7, and then Chicago PD at 9, right before we are back with you at 10 o'clock.
1: Or you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. You can find us over the air or through your television provider. Back with more next.
4: Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.